재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Good morning and welcome to the bookend on TBS EFM 101.3 in the heart of Seoul, GFN 98.7 in Gwangju and 93.7 in Yeosu. It's Sunday, November 15th, 2015 and I'm your host, Jamie Chang. We'll begin as always with news from the world of literature with our Helen Cho followed by this week's roundtable, Miss Julie and the stage to screen adaptation with film critic Darcy Paquette and film producer Aurelian Linnae. And for today's first chapter, I'll read from Kwon Yeosun's Bumbam, or Spring Night. For today's music, we'll listen to songs by Amy Winehouse, British singer who left us too early. Starting with Valerie, the 68 version. Every Sunday, we start the show with Helen Cho's hot new releases. Helen is a freelance translator. Hi, Helen. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Did you happen to go to the International Translators Conference on the 6th? I did, of course. I oh, went on the first day on Friday. Mm-hmm. That was the day of the keynote speech. Yes. Right? And I got to hear the amazing Sora Kim Russell speak. Mm. Anything exciting happen? Um, well, it was just really interesting, and I got some really helpful um, tips and advice on how to become professional literary translators. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was really interesting. And um, Sora had really good jokes, actually, in her presentation. <laughs> uh-huh. And it was really funny, because I was sitting there trying not to burst into laughter. Why not? Everyone else in the audience was so serious. They were, like, taking notes. Okay. <laughs> Let us start by looking at this week's bestsellers in Korea. Which titles are popular with readers here? Well, I've got here um, the list of bestsellers from the Korean Publishers Association and topping the chart this week is The Courage to be Disliked or Miun Badulyongi by Kijimi Ichiro, mm-hmm. followed by Cooking Ramen Noodles or Ramen Grimyo by Kim Hoon. Mm-hmm. And Che Sa-jang, um, also Che Sa-jang has two titles in top 10, the first wow. and second volumes of Jitok Dewaru Uyan, Oh, it's the same book. Yeah, all you need to know to have intelligent conversations, but in two volumes, take the third and the tenth places. And we have some um, more um, non-fiction titles from Korea. Um, or My Favorite Words by Lee Seok-won um, is the fourth most popular title this week. And Wong Pom-yoon has released a new non-fiction title, Yadam Pop-seok, or A Big Fuss, that is number eight this oh, week. Okay. 
And um, foreign fiction titles are still very popular in the domestic book market. Um, the Martian, a screen seller, of course, because mm-hmm. it's actually showing um, in cinemas everywhere mm-hmm. in Korea, is um, number six mm-hmm. this week. And A Man Called Ove by Frederick Beckman is number seven. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese um, title Miracle of Namiya General Store or Namiya Tapazama Kita takes the ninth spot. And also, I've noticed that the interest in the Nobel Prize winner, Svetlana um, Alexievich, is um, actually continuing to grow in Korea. Mm-hmm. Her title, On Womanly Face of the War, or 전쟁은 여자의 얼굴을 하지 않았다, is um, this week's number 18 bestseller. Mm-hmm. I actually went to the bookstore recently and I saw it displayed um Near the entrance. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I don't know if I have the heart to read it yet. It's just going to be a really. I couldn't even go near it. (laughs) I I honestly couldn't even go. I couldn't even look at the table of. Maybe one day, if I feel too happy, then I'll just pick up a copy. (laughs) To even things out. Yeah. So what news from the Korean literary world do you want to share with your listeners today? Well, the winners of this year's Taesan Literary Awards have been announced. Oh. Um, Taesan Literary Awards um, is one of the Korea's largest annual literary accolades. Mm-hmm. And those considered for the awards include all novels and poems published in Korea in book form from last August to July this year, and all plays published or performed in the past two years, and translations published in the last four years. Mm-hmm. And and a jury about of about 20 um, prominent literary figures has been deliberating since late August, mm-hmm. and the results are out. And poet Ma Jong-gi and novelist Hwang Jung-un have been named this year's awardees for the 23rd Taesan Literary Awards. Congratulations, Ma Jong-gi and Hwang Jung-un. I, I think I've talked about Hwang Jung-un on this show several times, but I have a soft spot mm-hmm. for, for Hwang Jung-un. Can you tell us about the winning titles? Yes, let's start with Ma Jong-gi, um, his collection of poems 42 Shades of Green or Mahan Duge Chorok deals with different colors that the speaker encounters during a train ride. So, very interesting poetic perspective there. Mm-hmm. And Hwang Jung Let Me Continue or Kesoke Bogesnida is a story of persistence through um, life's hardships for one's loved ones. And so, those two were the top prizes in the poetry and novel categories, mm-hmm. respectively. And the jury praised Majungi's poetry for its weighty resonance that rings through life's experiences embroidered on a continuity of flowing language. Mm-hmm. And, and they were really impressed with Hwang jung prose for deciphering the raging that trait of trivial and insignificant life through sentences of silence. Sentences of silence. That that does sound like Hwang jung mm-hmm. And there's a third category for this prize. It's the play, right? Mm-hmm. So in the play category, playwright Kim Jae-yup won with the um, his work Chronicle of Alibis or Alibai Yondegi. And he was heralded by the jury for pioneering a narrative of historical reality that intertwines personal and modern history. Mm-hmm. And lastly, who won the translation prize this year? Uh, Mr. Jan Hendrik Dirks. Um, he translated Korean writer Chong Young Moon's work Vaseline Buddha or Paselin Buddha in mm-hmm. Korean into um, German. So he won oh, the prize nice. for his translation. And his work was described as a flowing translation of high literary value that announces the introduction of a third generation of translators. Third generation? So we went to third generation. I didn't okay. even realize there were the first and second generations. Me neither. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder which generation you belong to, Jamie. 
I defy generations. <laughs> so the awarded works will be translated into foreign languages and published overseas next year. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed, like wider um, audiences will be able to read mm-hmm. these award-winning works. Yes. And fingers crossed, one day, perhaps quite soon, this prize will be yours, Helen Cho. Oh, yeah. And well, after you, of course, Jamie. Please tell us a bit more about the award winners, especially um, poet Ma Jong-gi and Hwang Jong-un. Yes, well, poet Ma Jong-gi made his literary debut in 1956 with the poem Anatomy Class or mm-hmm. Hebuha Kyoshil. He's been writing for a long time. Very, very long mm-hmm. time. And um, before he became a poet, he was actually a doctor. Well, he still is a doctor, I suppose. Um, he went to medical school at Yonsei and Seoul National Universities and taught medicine um, and practiced medicine in the States. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until 2002 that he retired from the medical field and other professional duties to become a full-time poet, full-time writer. Mm-hmm. So he's a doctor-turned-writer. I think that's very interesting. How would you characterize his works? Do you see shades of his past life as a physician in his writing? Very much so. Um, his experiences as a doctor and compassion for humanity are the two things that really largely color his writing. And so mm-hmm. the major themes in the poems of Majungi are his experiences as a doctor and his life abroad in Japan and especially in America. So the ones, um, the poems marked by his medical experiences express some profound compassion and hope for the ability of love to negate pain. So he mm-hmm. does believe in the power of love and the curing power of love. Mm-hmm. And the pieces, um, his works dealing with life in foreign countries tend to be a bit more complex in tone. Mm-hmm. Um, he writes about his he recollections of his life in Korea. So there are some various conflicting feelings. Um, you know, there are traces of some intense patriotism. He feels love and anger towards his fellow Koreans and mm-hmm. at times he even feels ashamed you know, when he thinks about his homeland. Mm-hmm. Is he still living abroad? Do you know? I'm not entirely sure mm-hmm. actually. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both these themes ultimately inspire the same compassion for humanity. I think it's this compassion that he shows all throughout his writing that makes him such a universal poet. Mm-hmm. I think it's not every day you you see this love-hate relationship mm. with your fellow countrymen in a Korean poet's writings, right? Have you seen instances of this in other writings? Do you well, recall? I can't recall any other similar instances, but mm-hmm. just when I read his poetry, um, just being someone who has lived abroad myself, right. you know, I kind of understand where he comes from. Like mm-hmm. you miss your homeland so much, but at the same time, there are some things that you just really passionately dislike as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's there's that eternal push-pull mm-hmm. dynamic that that is part of that condition of being... It's a love-hate relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a part of being Korean but also not Korean in mm-hmm. some ways, right? So can you tell us about Hwang jong Yes, Hwang jong is all, also all about suffering. And apart from so many of my friends' favorite writer... Including me. <laughs> yes, these days. Um, um, she made her literary debut with a short story, Mother, or Mada in Korean, mm-hmm. um, which won the <laughs> literary contest held by the Gyeonghyang Shinmun newspaper in 2005. Mm-hmm. And she's the kind of um, 21st century, very media-friendly kind of writer mm-hmm. that has become so popular with young readers, especially in Korea. 
and she has hosted a podcast titled Radio Book Cafe since 2013. So she really communicates oh, wow. with her readers. Mm-hmm. Um, her works include 100 Shadows, Pege Gurinja, and the barbaric Miss Alice, Yamanjogin Elisushi. For those who haven't been introduced to the delightful world of Hwang jong which book would you recommend as a Hwang jong primer? Well, I suggest you start with her short story collection, The 732 Elephant Train, All her books have really good titles, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And her stories um, depict the marginalized um, people who are pushed out to the edge of the city lines, as it were. So she really represents these small, uh, frail voices. They would have been drowned out by the extravagant noise of the city otherwise. And one critic, this is really funny, um, has even <laughs> claimed that her novels are, I quote, an open mic rally for the homeless and the abandoned children. So if you feel like you're one of the homeless and the abandoned children, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, you'll see, you'll find her voice, your own voice in her works. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, if describing somebody's novel as an open mic rally is is necessarily a good thing, though, because... Most people in pain are not as eloquent as they think they are. What do you think? Well, they sure have a lot to say, though, don't they? So they mm-hmm. do need a speaker's corner, as mm-hmm. it were. You know, I don't know. To, it kind of reminds me of yeah. structurelessness. Oh, I see what you mm-hmm. mean. Because they go on and on and on. Mm-hmm. But they need to be heard. Yes. yes. So I look forward to the publication of their works in translation. Hint, hint, Helen Cho. Um, <laughs> speaking of literary translation, there's a new book out that you'd like to draw our attention to, right? Yes. Poet um, Kim Soo Bok's collection of poetry in English translation is titled Beating on Iron, and this book has just been released. Um, Kim Soo Bok has been publishing poetry for 40 years, so another veteran poet from Korea. Right. And um, he has graduated from Tanguk University in Seoul, where he got his PhD. And he received the Pyonun Award for Lyric Poetry a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And who's the translator? Well, translator is none other than Brother Anthony, otherwise mm-hmm. known as Professor An Sanje, who is one of the most famous, most important and celebrated um, translators of Korean literature. Mm-hmm. He has published some 30 volumes of, of translations of modern Korean poetry and fiction, including works by some legendary writers like Ko Eun and Lee Ji Young, as well as Kim Seung Hee and Ku Sang. Mm-hmm. Can you read us an excerpt from the book? Well, I haven't actually got my copy of the book, mm-hmm. but I've got um, the uh, collection of poetry by Ma Jong-gi here. Can you read us? Yes, um, I'll just um, read a short poem by the poet Ma Jong-gi. This is from um, his collection titled Eyes of Dew, also translated by Brother Anthony. And the poem is called The Wind Speaks, and it goes like this. After we have all departed this life, should my soul brush past your face, do not for one moment think it's just the wind that shakes the springtime branches. I intend to plant a flowering tree today in a scrap of shade on the spot where I encountered you. Then once the tree has grown and blossoms, all the torments that we have known will turn into petals and drift away. Turning into petals, they drift away. It may be too remote and pointless a task. But after all, aren't all things we do down here measured with so brief a yardstick? As you sometimes pay heed to the blowing wind, 
my gentle dear, never forget, no matter how weary, the words of the wind from far, far away. Once again, that was The Wind Speaks by Ma Jong-gi, this year's Taesan Literary Prize winner. Well, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you so much, Helen, for, for your beautiful reading and for coming in today with the news. And we'll see you again next Sunday. Yes, we'll see you next Sunday. Coming up next is today's roundtable. But first, let's listen to another track from Amy Winehouse. Here's Tears Dry on Their Own. Anticipation at its height, lived in ways.